0: Bringing real talk with real professionals directly to you each week. It's Bring it, it Home with John Wilkinson on Vinyl Draft Radio. Now, live from the Associated Credit Union of Texas studio in Houston, here's your host, John Wilkinson, the real estate agent invested in you. Welcome to my house,
1: baby.
2: Good morning in Houston. Love the reverb I get to hear once in a while. I want to start out by saying uh, welcome and hello to the over 52,000 fans and followers of I-45 Now. If you are hearing the sound of my voice and you have not come across an I-45 Now post on Facebook, uh, on you your newsfeed, Yeah, where you been? I mean, it's, it's like Facebook news, local news. It's awesome. It, it, it is completely awesome. You find out from events to current situations happening from traffic reports. And it's all brought to, the com- brought to Facebook from the community and all just lumped in one place. So I just want to say welcome to everyone. We're really excited to uh, kind of have you as uh, followers of the uh, radio station as well. So I suggest at some point spend a few minutes and look up I-45 now, but do it after the show, um, after my show in particular. So <laughs> all right, All right, folks, look who's back. We're Smiling back. faces and we have the uh King croissant himself, Lil oh. gates <laughs> We're getting
1: that embroidered on the sweater. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Owner of Redfish Inspections, and of course the lovely Miss Cheyenne Sprouse, marketing maven for Redfish Inspections. Who, by the way, has been M I A for some reason. I I hadn't seen her in well it seems since like last forever. week. Yeah, it seems like forever because I'm I used know. to seeing you or hearing from you at least. Um and then I, I I ask your boss, I'm like, where's Where Cheyenne? At? I don't know. I haven't <laughs> no seen idea. her. So so we figured we'd have to you know hold some accountability here, Ms. Cheyenne, oh, Miss Cheyenne. What you been up me. to this week?
1: But tis the season. I've been hitting lots of uh, realtor Christmas parties and events. Um, last Tough yesterday, job. oh gosh, yes. Yesterday I was up really early, five thirty. To be at a realtor breakfast by six thirty. So the Bay Area Networking Realtor Group had their uh, annual Christmas party and show, and it's it's really fun to watch these guys because they theme it out every year. So this year is what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So there were you know some men show girls. Was that at in the morning? It started at seven. Oh yeah. my! So I got to do some pictures out there of those crew and uh, Will Kossaboom and some really cool uh, characters awesome. just dressed up. So it was fun.
3: That- it's awesome. How'd you manage to wake up that early? Yeah, I was oh, barely went to sleep. <laughs> exactly. She actually
2: started the what happens in Vegas party earlier uh-huh. at <laughs> 2 and therefore it just was continuing for her. Yes. So you have been and I know it's a busy time and, and, and as we're talking talking about gifts, um, I was presented this <gasps> this morning now maybe out of guilt to be honest with you but
1: oh, I was gonna message <laughs> you to all. ask you about that
2: <laughs> but I, I don't know where I'm showing this but um oh
1: look it's a fancy new swag sweaters
2: it, it it's a hoodie and hoodies are cool
1: hoodies are super cool
2: uh, I like it look can to the front to the front to the front Turn it being around. Told now Turn it around. I'm getting there
1: you so gotta there show it go. all off look at that oh pop your head there nice. we go
2: it's and I'll be sporting this uh, uh you know With the vest throughout the day today, because it will be cool enough for me to. to It's
1: freezing. I live in this thing.
3: She really does. I do. As as do the rest of my staff. Actually. Well, they're they're good quality. This this isn't
2: this isn't like you know cheap stuff. I could tell. This this is like thick wash it carefully you know you know you want to take care of it it's it's embroidered perfectly i think this is lovely so thank you very much
1: you're very welcome and uh, so, we need, we need to work on a store section on our new
3: website i'm i'm open to that yeah
1: if you if you want to be one of the cool kids rocking one of our sweaters let us know and we'll we'll see about it so yeah,
3: yeah. i was at champion school of real estate a um, couple weekends ago, I guess, or Fridays ago, and uh, I was just um, there to uh, to give a, a testimonial on a, on a mastermind group that I'm part of. And so f- this person was talking in front of about 25 uh, home inspectors or soon to be home inspectors. And I walked in with this hoodie, and he had about five guys say, "Well, how can we get one of those? Come work for us! Come work for us! <laughs> That's it." And you know.
2: It- I think a, a good company is always looking to hire, and I know that uh, Redfish Inspections is always looking to develop and train uh, inspectors. So, if you just have that general curiosity about you and, you and you like, you know, if you're, you know, you like working around homes and stuff, and you kind of have that brain, get get with Redfish Inspections. If you want
3: something new every day. Multiple that's, times a day. That,
2: that's true. I I really enjoy your videos that you do on Facebook about you know what you're spotting out there because it really is an eye opener for me. But I just enjoy it and I keep going. Like I, I cringe when you do the roof ones.
1: Oh, they're what scary. <laughs> yeah, that's what me, I'm saying. The you walking know, you turn on the roof. Yeah, the
2: walking <laughs> on the roof. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's doing a video. So you know you're holding it in one hand. That's the thing, and not that you need your hands for the roof, but you gotta. If you're gonna fall, you're gonna need both hands. So. You know, Hopefully
3: that's, that's, I, <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I kind of thought of him the other day because we always watch a uh, Santa Claus at the <laughs> beginning of the Christmas season and the Santa Claus falls off the roof and, and he dies. And then the new guy becomes Santa because he puts on the suit. And so the reindeer give him like a rope to tie himself up on the roof so he doesn't fall off. And I'm like, oh, we should get redfish ropes. Ooh,
2: red oh, redfish ropes. There you go. That works for me. That is very interesting. All right. So now that we've caught up a little bit with them, and uh, obviously we did say they are always looking to hire good, good people. You don't need necessarily need to have experience in the job. I know Will is willing to train.
3: Absolutely, I always have someone in training. So that's that's rule. That's one of the first. <laughs> that's rules. kind of like bullet in the chamber. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. When you're in growth mode, you always need someone in training. Actually, you need multiple because not everybody's going to make the cut. Well, and let's and let's let's talk a little
2: bit about that. Now, this time of year, um, real estate professionals will tell you tend to slow down for a lot of different reasons. So, I'm assuming when we slow down, inspections slow down. Am I am I wrong? Right?
3: Um, when I was uh, a single operator, yes. And so, I mean, you always have slower seasons, right? Slower. Uh, we've been working really hard at getting rid of the the slow season and just being a busy season all the time. So, yeah, it slows down a little bit, but we're still about. We're up about 45% right now.
2: That's awesome. And that's, you know, that's, that's the misnomer about this. Even though sales, when I say they slow yeah. down, there's still always people buying and still always yep. people selling. So it mm-hmm. depends, can you get that business? Yep. And that's really where it's at. So that answers that question. Very good. We have job openings. All right. There we go. And there's always going to be a place where you remember, Be that bullet in the chamber for Will. So, all right, guys, um, let's talk a little bit about um, last time Will was here. I think we sent out a challenge, an international challenge. Let's see. Let's see who we can get. And I, I, you know, so I know Will was kind of pointing to some countries that we may not have gotten. So we want to find out uh, if we can get them. So I've been inviting some people from different countries. I think I have a Japan in there.
3: Um, I, I have Canada. A, I have a couple in Australia, so we're going to we, invite nice. them.
2: There we go. And Cheyenne, who are you going to bring to the table?
3: <laughs> what, what country are you going to bring to the, put the table? Put me on that
1: spot. Uh, <laughs> let's go South America. I like that little
3: okay South American right. flair do you actually know people there I'll find some <laughs> she's friending people during every- the show <laughs> yeah
1: got connections yeah,
2: you're gonna get like the spam alert thing on you like, stalker my,
1: my neighbor's got his he, he trains boxers and they're all ages Nick's to her. like not boxers but boxers you know fighters like oh, okay. ring boxers yeah ring boxers, the real he, boxers. he's got him can, uh, convinced that Nick is part of the cartel so they leave him alone
3: <laughs> the redfish cartel,
2: what? Yeah, no, yeah, that one. Wow. You know, redfish boxing gloves. All uh, well, in the chamber, what?
1: You know, we're going to come up with a whole line of just really cool swag. There's, so. plenty
2: things, cause there's plenty of things you can do with red that look good. Yeah. So swag is, is a good idea. Um, mm-hmm. You know, fishing gear might be good too.
1: Oh, tackle boxes.
2: Nice. Just saying. I, I like the way you think. Just saying. The little measuring tapes that they, they sell that fold out. Oh, do you have a measuring tape? Well, that's
1: a that's a girly I'm measuring about, tape for windows. We're fish. talking about redfish. Where it
2: says sharks fit, you know, your fish has to be this size or you yeah. know for redfish. With the scale thing Yeah, all. with the scale. Mm, well, no. Go there. no. <laughs> Those are never easy to use. You know. <laughs> if you if you could pick it up, it may not be heavy enough to where you need it. That's all I figure on that. All right. So we're inviting away. Now, here's the thing with the country challenge. Um, comment if you if you know if you're invited or you're hearing our voice comment on the video of the country you're from this way I get immediate knowledge of, of what what's going on and uh, apparently it's Lori Long's birthday that popped up on my page today so happy, happy birthday, birthday Lori. Lori Long happy birthday joyeux anniversaire ooh I keep forgetting we need to bring that up and we, we need to isolate those things
1: at least compl-
2: I think the combination of you two, of Leon, Leon's voice, and your French, and we can kind of meld them together.
3: It's the show.
4: What, like me repeating what he just oh, said? Oh, that'd be funny. Oh.
3: Say joyeux anniversaire. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we lost him. Yeah, that's it. We lost Leon. We got what out Je of that? <laughs> you can just pretend. You can just
2: pretend. I'm, I'm hoping the people can hear you on He's Facebook. He's like Pepe Le Pubic you there,
1: you know? He's got the yeah. suavementé yeah, and yeah, the, the, the voice. Me.
4: They can hear me now.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, there we go. So let's try it again. We try to teach Leon a little bit of French. Joyeux.
4: Joyeux.
3: Z'anniversaire. anniversaire, Anniversaire.
1: And yeah. yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, the
3: Vesal. And the Vesal. Yeah, uh, the it's, R. It's a little hard to <laughs> you get.
1: Roll it, Leon. Gotta you
3: gotta...
4: Wait, like an like a R in Spanish? Like a uh, R? No. no, it's in the back no, of
1: the throat. It's, it's in the throat. It's, it's, it's like not, a growl. It's
3: not the tongue. Like a growl. It's not R. It's R. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I,
1: de-
4: I haven't developed that part of my
1: throat yet. So I have
4: to...
2: <laughs> 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 All right, next.
4: Moving on. <laughs>
2: Thank you, that was Leon, and for more Leon, you can, no. That was the, the redfish, uh French. Now, you you know Finnish, right? What do they called? Cool. That,
1: that one's so yes. confusing. It's just a mess. Is it?
2: Is it Finnish? Is it called Finnish? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yep, with All two ends. Right. Okay. So, you know fin, Finnish, and you know English, French. and you know French. Mm-hmm. Let's hear something in Finnish from you because I, th- I think I tried doing Finnish a couple or last month back when I was welcoming people mm-hmm. from there. And you didn't correct me, but I should have asked you if I had said it right because I know there's a lot of. Don't they usually put the accent or the, the punch on the
3: second letter <laughs> of the words in general? Maybe. I don't know. I just speak it. Ugh. Let me hear. Let me hear some All Finnish. Right. Um, some French or some Finnish? Finnish. <laughs> I think he said
2: something like he has a cavity.
1: <laughs> that's what I heard.
3: No, that means, hi, how are you? How are you doing, my friend?
1: Okay.
2: Interesting. Now, and you, again, to I always have this thing of where, you know, you're in France and there's baguettes and that's you, but Finland is really home or?
3: No. That, well, I no. was really home for four years. Okay. All right. So four mm. years. All yeah. right. It might've been even longer had I not met Aaron. So you're blaming wife. it on Aaron. Yes, she 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 brought me over here. So yeah, there you go. There's no blame. There's yeah. all love.
2: Nothing for nothing. Nothing for Aaron, uh, here in the U.S. She had to go overseas to. Uh, Not just kidding. <laughs> did
1: she meet you in France or did she meet you in Dallas?
2: In Dallas. In Dallas. Uh-huh. Okay, that's so. an international city. Yeah. I call that. <laughs> you, you can meet. You can meet anybody there. All right, guys. So remember, comment where you're from, and this way we can get a good gauge. Uh, we're 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 going. Uh, I would love to have you know that remote place in you know South America or the jungle somewhere, but they generally don't have Wi-Fi. It'd be kind of strange. Though.
1: I heard this. The really, I think it's called Constellation Point, but it said if you wanted to be farthest away from anyone else in the world, you could go to this island, and you would be closer to someone in the International Space Station than you would be to a person on the planet.
2: Interesting. That is interesting.
1: Yeah, I'll have to look at the name of it. That's pretty crazy.
2: That would be, that's probably the island, the place you would hope could make it habitable, and I bet you can sell it. Yeah. So I wonder where that kind of goes from. All right, guys, we have about a minute left before our first break, and I want everybody to kind of gear up for a little Q&A uh, with Will and Cheyenne. We're going to talk about a few things uh, today. Um, anywhere uh, First, we're going to start with season preparedness, and then uh, we're going to go into mold.
1: Dun-dun-dun. <laughs>
2: Dun-dun-dun. No. What, 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 what does mold have to do with redfish inspections? We're gonna find out. So uh, here in about a minute or so. So if you have any questions, you're curious about ins- a home inspection, if you happen to be at that magical point in your buying transaction where your real estate agent is recommending, um, I would say do some shopping on your own too. Not that your real estate agent's wrong, because trust me, they know from experience it'll work better for you. But you should also do your own shopping as well. So if redfish isn't uh, being mentioned, just get on the computer check them out they've got great reviews they've got a great website www.redfishinspections.com All right folks we'll see you back in a couple minutes Welcome to my
4: house.
0: because background noise helps you focus. you're listening to bring it at home with John Wilkinson. The average person moves five times over their lifetime. If it's moving time for you, John Wilkinson is ready to help sell your home quickly, professionally, at the best possible price. John's personalized and unique marketing plan will get your home in front of the most qualified buyers and their agents by means of real estate magazines, online listing sites, social media, direct marketing, and yes, even on the radio. Call John Wilkinson at 281-974. 0739 or email them at john at com. john wilkinson with better homes and gardens gary green the real estate agent invested in you
5: what do you get
4: when you get associated they're super convenient and super friendly
1: i love being a member and an owner of a credit union that cares and you can join. So get
4: associated! Associated Credit Union of Texas. Lori Copper. A name you can trust. Lori Copper. A senior mortgage loan originator with prime lending serving the Clear Lake area for over 28 years. Lori. Why are you saying it like that? Copper. Helping hundreds of satisfied clients with their home loan needs. Lori. Seriously? Copper. If you're purchasing, refinancing, or renovating your home, visit LCOPOCK.com to get the professional service you need. NMLS number 173. 6539 Equal Housing Limit Lori Carvey. Oh, for God's sake Do you ever wonder how every insurance company seems to boast about having the best rate for you? With so many companies, how is it possible that they can all have the best rate? Well, the reality is, they're all telling the truth Kind of You see, each insurance company has a different set of target customers that they're looking for So, each company will have the best rate for someone The challenge is finding the one that likes you the most. Perfect Policy evaluates you through more companies than any other insurance agent, and that's how they find the best policy for you. It just makes sense. More options means better value. Contact Perfect Policy today. Bringing real
0: talk with real professionals directly to you each week. It's Bring it, it Home with John Wilkinson on Vinyl Draft Radio. Now, live from the Associated Credit Union of Texas studio in Houston, here's your host, John Wilkinson, the real estate agent invested in you.
2: Welcome back to the Bringing It Home radio show, and I'm your host and local real estate expert, Okay, if you're just joining us, I'm here with Will Micegates and Cheyenne Sprouse of Redfish Inspections. Welcome back, guys. Thanks. Always good here. to see. You know, I look over and I, I look over Cheyenne. She's always got that smile on your face. Not that you don't have a smile, but it's just Aww. you've got that thanks. sunshiny part. It could just be that the light's right Shining. on you, too. But Yeah. Your, your, your <laughs> eyes are glimmering. But, I, again, I think that's all light. So, Aww. But do you well, feel thanks. good about yourself? No. Gosh. <laughs> there. I love Cheyenne. I always do. Will, always a pleasure having you, as always. Let's talk about seasonal preparedness. Yes. Now, I know there there's a list out here i'm going to throw something out that's not house related first okay and it's about being prepared for the love of everything that's holy if you put those darn antlers and rudolph nose on your car check them every day i am tired of running over those one thing (laughs) that antler or nose every day i actually got hit by one this week one flew off the car in front of me and i said that's it i'm gonna say something so I'm okay. You know, I just, celebrate.
1: I went through three sets of those two years ago. You see what I
2: mean? You probably <laughs> took somebody out.
1: Maybe so. The kids I, always want to roll down the windows on the freeway. <laughs>
2: you don't believe me, guys? When you're out on the road today, notice. I'm not saying you know lock on anything, but look how many of those cars are driving around with just one of those antlers on the side. <laughs> if you're going to do so that, festive. yeah. No, you know what? I'm all about celebrate. Celebrate away. Just celebrate. You know. Properly Do your due diligence. When you get done, get home for the day, tighten them up a little bit. Refasten a little bit. One, you're littering. Half the time you're littering. Two, you look silly driving down there with the one antler and the red nose thing. You look a little <laughs> bit off and out of it. Um, but then three, you, one hit my car as we were driving. And I, that, that could have been, I didn't know what it the was. The new car. Well, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. If Just imagine if I was a bicyclist and that hit me. I would have been like in the middle of the road and flipped. I don't know. Just it's a little okay.
1: dramatic.
3: I is it, know, is but it like, isn't the red nose like foam? Foam or like a piece of no, cotton? But you know, okay. foam
1: drop from the Empire State Building, it it might kill you.
3: No, it wouldn't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't kill you. But that's not the point. It's the point that something all of a sudden is being flicked at you. Now, let alone it's it looks like it's brown or pointy coming at you, and then or something big and red. You don't know what it is. It doesn't have to be heavy to to knock you out. All I'm saying is be a uh, conscientious celebrator of the holiday, okay? Fair enough. Take care of your stuff. Now, it has nothing to do with your house, and has nothing to do about preparing for the season. We're not going to get a big season, though we did have snow last week. It was yeah, last week, was Yeah, where was the it? snow?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, where was this episode last week when the, and the cold preparedness when it snowed? God. I know, guess we
3: need to go back to the future.
1: The past. Right
3: whatever it works we're just
2: going we're going to catch up now but some of this has nothing to do with the snow because there are things to do out there this list but there are things to do this time of year anyway and so um will was kind enough to 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 put together a little list for me so let's talk about some of those things that you have and I'll sure. throw in all right so Tell me about it. What, what are some things you
3: suggest? All right. Um, one of the first things that you want to do before it starts getting cold is really you know, call your HVAC technician to come out and, and look at your uh, heating system. Uh, we are in Texas, southern part of Texas, so we rarely get to use the furnace. Um, but especially if you're in an older house and the furnace is getting old, uh, you definitely want to get that checked out before you fire it up. Uh,
2: well, and I can throw this in here. I actually had to call out my home warranty company last mm-hmm. week for the first time on my furnace and again we don't use it often enough to even know but I know it worked last year mm-hmm. so this was the first turn on of the year and it was it was cold again it was the night we snowed ironically and we did not have a heater that night because oh, i turned it on it wouldn't come on so you know the first thing i do is diy let me see i'm checking circuit breakers and i check and everything and i can't figure it out i'm not going to take apart this unit to find out so i call it the home warranty company and all it was was one of the wires in the harness got a little bit loose mm-hmm. somehow whatever way but
3: just vibrations
2: yeah and they just took care of it just like that but nice. my wife was freezing mm-hmm. so much so she called off she went in late, She didn't. I wanna call off, cause just in case somebody's listening from her work. She didn't, she she called in late because she was too cold to leave bed. She did not wanna leave the bed. That I was her. her. She was like, I just hate getting out of this bed right now. So, cause you know, I put the heating pad down for her, and you know. You're was, a good husband. I, I, yeah, I did my part, and then I went to bed, and she wasn't even in bed yet when that happened. So anyway, so I can't stress to you, you never know. And is it normal when you turn on the furnace for the first time to smell that? The
3: burn. Yeah,
2: the burn. Yeah. Is that normal? I just it's want to make sure. Normal.
3: Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter what type of furnace you have. You'll have dust that will accumulate on either the burners uh, or the resistance. And so, yeah, it just burns that dust off, and that's it. Okay. So, uh, yeah, don't don't get frightened. It's totally normal. If you start having a bunch of smoke in the house, then that might be a little different.
2: What if your carbon monoxide timer goes off when you turn that on? Is that going kind to of, kind of be expected to?
3: No. You should never have okay. that. Mm-mm.
2: So, yeah, don't put that smell in and go, oh, the carbon you know, monoxide detector's going off. That's normal. It'll go away. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're blacking out. No. Uh-huh, yeah. No. Open some windows and turn everything off.
3: I'll tell you, uh, especially after the hurricane, if you've had a new roof replaced, um, you definitely want to have your HVAC system checked out. Because what happens is the roofers go up there and they start pulling on you know the roof protrusions. And sometimes it's the flue, the water heater flue, mm. the furnace flue and they don't realize what they're doing down in the attic where your appliances are gonna be. Right, and that's that's
2: a very good point because you take those, uh, especially with the water heater, those are so easily moved. Mm-hmm. Um, the water heaters, and like we have two, and I always have to check just to make sure and feel comfortable. Yep. Those things are removed, you're getting heat that's shooting straight up into uh, a ceiling part and all and the, the fumes yeah, exactly. are being uh, released into the attic.
3: Yeah, we write probably two or three water heater flues that are displaced a week. Mm. So it's not an uncommon thing.
2: Wow, that's that's a, that's a great tip. Mm-hmm. That all started with the furnaces. Yes.
3: Awesome. What else you got for us? Um, another one, man. I think we talked about that probably a couple of years ago, um, but especially as the you know before winter actually comes in, but even now, you know, every now and then, it's going to be what sixty, sixty-five degrees today. About. So it's it's getting you know a little warmer to where you can open up your windows. Uh, one great thing that you could do is on a yearly basis, just work your windows. Just take you know push them up and down open them up close them uh, because otherwise they're going to seize over time and then that you have springs in your windows and they're going to break and so just like anything you need to exercise
1: yep we've got that problem right now with our windows real cheap windows but the springs are broken and two or three of them so you can't close it all the way on like Mm -hmm. one side
2: and along with that is this time of year the loss of uh heat Mm-hmm. Um, just like during the summer, you know, the AC will slip out because it's not sealed correctly. So if they're not closing correctly or they're too tight, um, that means you have something grabbing one place more than the other. So you should also check, I guess, for your weather stripping on there, which I haven't really done, but I know I need to. It's on my wife has a list on the refrigerator. Well, things. List. Yeah, it's kind of like she makes it where both of us are going to do it. But I noticed <laughs> In that reality. Yeah, I noticed that most of the stuff is stuff that I still have not yet done. And one of them is weather strip the windows that I can't tell you how important that really is, because when you look, you can see where the wind has blown in mm-hmm. dirt and dust. And you're like, oh, my gosh, that's a lot of air coming in through here. So how much are we losing? So I think that goes along with the whole thing is stripping is important for your windows as well
3: and around your doors as well. Yeah. yeah, that I did do this year. That All was on right. the
2: list. I did do that one. I was blaming it because she didn't do something to the door that I couldn't do the weather stripping. But
1: we have the worst luck with weather stripping. We keep putting it on and it just keeps coming back off. Hmm. Glute it and peel and stick and
2: see. I use the peel and stick. It seems yeah. to work. The black thin
3: stuff. You might want to try the metal weather strip to where you, that actually on is. the sides. Uh, well, it's it's inside the door. Uh, okay. we are talking about doors right yeah, yeah so the metal weather strips um basically it's going to be like in a v-shape and that is nailed into the frame so uh,
1: okay i haven't tried yeah. those good to know
2: mm-hmm. Hmm, that is interesting
3: yeah so um you know you want to make sure that the caulk um, is in good condition around all of your openings windows and doors um you will get a lot of air infiltration so you want to do that on the exterior as well as the interior and
1: they something interesting it's every two years you should go and kind of recall everything from I cabinets and doors and windows and
3: that's going to depend on the quality that you use in the first place uh the one thing that many people don't know is you really have to remove the old stuff before you apply the new stuff
1: really yeah i didn't know that
3: mm-hmm. that's the worst that, part see, by i'll the
1: way. never yes. do that i
2: started that i started that one time i was going to say i'm going to redo my windows i'm going to be a responsible homeowner and i started taking the caulk out, and that was the most tedious job. That's I awful. I finished like a corner of a window, and I was like, you know what, give me this a caulk and I uh-huh. just put it right there. I was like, <laughs> yeah. you know what, we're going to get new windows one year. We're still waiting, but um, you know, so yeah, that's the terrible part. Mm-hmm. You could pay people to do that, but you're going to pay mm-hmm. for that for sure. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, if you know that your your AC system is um, is about, you know, it's on its last leg, get it replaced right now. It'll cost you less money. That's a good tip. So yeah, I mean, you know, nobody really wants to be up in, in the attic during the summer and so yeah. but that's when your AC usually fails. Mm-hmm. And so if you have money aside and you know that you need to replace it eventually, just get it replaced during the winter when it's slower season for the H V for the for the wow. cooling portion of it.
2: That's a good tip. Yeah, and that that makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, prices do go up when you need it the most. That's the way it works.
3: Yeah. If um, you're also planning on adding more insulation in your attic, um, then you'll make sure that the contractor you use does it properly. Uh, one of the biggest issues that we find with flipped houses is they go up there, they blow the um, the um, the insulation in, but then they block all of the soffits. So the soffits is where the uh, the air is going to come from the exterior and kind of ventilate out the the attic and go through the either your static vents at the towards the top of the roof or your ridge vents, and so you don't want to block that off. Otherwise, you create and more that's pretty
2: energy. common too. You're right. A lot of people that's an easy job. A lot of people that you can go to Home Depot and you can rent the machine and you can buy the stuff, and they don't know that either. They do it themselves. And mm-hmm.
1: what's kind of an average like good um, fluffiness height of insulation fluffiness height? <laughs> well, I've seen attics before where it looks like a snowy winterland, and you just want to jump in it because it's four feet tall oh, worth man. of gloves. You
2: itch. don't want to jump in it. <laughs> Cheyenne's out there. Yeah, I can see I, I, I can I see have. Nick Nick
3: pumping it in his out there playing in a pile. Yay. Someone needs to scratch my back now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so for blown in um, fiberglass insulation nowadays, um, in this part of the country, um, we or the standards are about twelve inches. Okay. So twelve to fifteen inches depending on um, on who actually installs it, but the minimum I believe is twelve inches.
2: Yeah, I, I've seen it. You know, they go fourteen to sixteen on there. But again,
3: that is is that blown in good compared to the roll in sheets, the roll sheets. Um, so, man, we're going into building science now. Uh, the biggest issue with the roll in sheets is you have a couple, and oftentimes they're done by DIYers, and uh, so the issue is they'll put the paper on top. And so oftentimes those, uh, those bat insulation, the roll-in uh, insulation, will have paper, and that really should be against the drywall. That's your uh, vapor barrier. Okay. If you put it on top, it'll create or it's going to trap moisture between the drywall and that paper. And then the other big issue is uh, it really needs to be snug in between the joists. If it's not snug, then your insulation just turns into a big f- uh, air filter. <laughs> so in order for insulation to work, it's got to be in contact with the three uh, surfaces that hmm. you're trying to insulate.
2: Alright, that's interesting. The more we know. Tidbits, folks. And a lot of this is DIY, DIY mm-hmm. uh, but you know. Alright, what else we got? We've got, uh, oh, we've got seven seconds left. That's what we got. Well, we are going to come back with some more uh, season preparedness because there's still plenty more to talk about with that. And it's a perfect time to top off your cup of Joe if you need some. I still have some. You guys are empty. Where's mine? Yeah, where's that? Alright guys, we'll be back in a couple minutes. Welcome to my- you're listening to
0: Bringing It Home with John Wilkinson. Why? Because you like him. You really like him.
2: The perfect home? Well, now, let me see. We each have our own idea of what that means. For you, it just might be 2213 Magellan Point in Shadow Creek Ranch. Recently listed on HAR.com by John Wilkinson with Better Homes and Gardens Gary Green. What do you really want to know? I can tell you this three-bedroom, two-bath home has been well cared for. boasts an island kitchen, complete with stainless appliances and granite countertops, a family room, formal dining, and a convenient split floor plan. Get busy living and get busy buying. Contact
0: John Wilkinson, a real estate agent invested in
4: away in the side streets of Kima, the white exterior of Kima Steak Company radiates a timeless essence. Behind the doors, a casual yet elegant dining experience welcomes their guests. They make sure your dining experience is nothing but the absolute best. Come in today and see why Kima Steak Company is your perfect getaway. Kima Steak Company is located at 707 Bradford Avenue in Kima. Contact them at 281-334-9463.
5: Reservations recommended on weekends. Hi,
3: this is Bertrand McHenry and you're listening to Vinyl Draft
0: Radio.
5: You can't stop time, but you can reverse the aging process. Get ready for one of Houston's most innovative and cutting-edge medical spas that everyone's talking about. K. McCunis's Be Beautiful Anti-Aging Skincare Studio is your one-stop for everything you need to look great right now. Botox, fillers, hydrofacials, and weight loss. Looking younger was never so easy. Call K now for your personal consultation 713-269-5372. There may not be such a thing as a time machine, but at iCryo, their machines can help you feel better, look better, and may even help you feel younger. See what everyone is raving about and how cryotherapy may be right for you. Five locations to serve you. Call Kyle today at 832-474-3653 and find out what iCryo can do for you.
4: Hey, this is Doug with Clear Lake today and you're listening to Vinyl Draft Radio.
5: The Close Horse Boutique. Find out why they're one of the hottest boutiques in the Bay Area, located in the beautiful League City Historic District, The Close Horse Boutique, 281-332-2383. Stop by today and find out why they were just voted the best ladies boutique in the Bay Area, The Clothes Horse Boutique.
0: Bringing real talk with real professionals directly to you each week. It's Bringing It Home with John Wilkinson on Vinyl Draft Radio. Now, live from the Associated Credit Union of Texas studio in Houston, here's your host, John Wilkinson, the real estate agent invested in you. Welcome
2: Welcome back, and I'm your host, John Wilkinson, and you're listening to the Bring It Home radio show, and we're about halfway through the magical mystery tour with Will and Cheyenne of Redfish Inspections fame. So quick recap we kind of talked about a few things that we've got some more coming up about home preparedness uh seasonal to some degree but some of this really you can kind of should be doing at least a couple times a year yes all right so where we at i i, I shared my list with you that you sent me again this is all <laughs> will's list just because i gave it to him to we look a at refresh yeah it's a little refresh that's all well, there, so where there, we at will there
3: are so many things um one of the <laughs> i mean a house is a uh, is Something that you've got to take care of and uh, you've got to maintain on a regular basis. We walk into million-dollar properties as well as very cheap houses. And it doesn't matter how expensive the house is, you still have to maintain it. It doesn't matter who maintains it. Well, actually, it does. Uh, it does need to be maintained properly. Uh, one of the things that you want to do is um, you know clean your gutters on a regular basis. Uh, you don't want you know, leaves to build up in there. Uh, but the, the cool thing also is when you have your gutters clean. Um, you can see if you have if you get granule loss, if you have asphalt shingles. So you can kind of determine the condition of your roof if you have a lot of granules in the gutters.
2: Right, and I've seen that before. I think you've showed me that before on an inspection we had. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so you want to make sure that you clean your gutters. You don't want uh, water to run off. Um, that could introduce water into the, the roof structure. Uh, you want to straighten your gutters as well. Again, you want all that water to you know, go away from the property. Um, Trim any branches um, that's going to get really close to the roof. It doesn't matter what type of material you have. You just don't want something that's going to, in high winds, just scrape that roof. Yeah,
2: and also terrible on windows. Yes. If you have, I I have a crepe myrtle, two crepe myrtles in particular that are next to windows. And if Mm. if I let them... Go too much, they tear up the screens, and they and grow
1: like crazy too.
2: They yeah. do, they and, 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 and and you get yelled at if you cut them too short. Like the, the is it one white. of the
1: homeowners' deals where you have to have two crepe myrtles?
2: No, it just happens to have this house happens to have them, uh-huh. which is fine. We like them. Uh, my wife wished nice. they were different colors, but the problem is is that they have torn up screens, so that's another thing. You just keep them trimmed. But you don't want to be accused of what do they call it? Crepe murder. Crepe murder. I know. I'm (laughs) like people. There was a like our association was having this big thing where they were like, I can't believe they're doing that to that crepe. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's causing damage to my house. Did it grow back fine? It did. There you go. Yeah. I mean, of course, it looks a little bit weird where you cut it and then it grows out the sides, but I don't, I don't
1: care. It's whatever.
3: Yeah. It's, it's a, a plant. A, yeah. It's a plant and it's providing uh, oxygen, so that's where it works. I think maybe you're one of your next guests needs to be an arborist.
1: Ooh. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of cool.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm dry on that
2: subject. I'll be honest. I I know to add magnesium to uh, one of those Dirt. <laughs> One of those flowers to change it to make it blue from pink well, or something. See, that's more than
1: I know. I try to yeah. grow um, wisteria. It grows wild everywhere. Wisteria? I, no, I, that's my icebox. <laughs> wisteria. <laughs> hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I kill it, and yeah, I don't know how that works. We're
2: not gardeners. I, I'm totally replanting my front and back two times a year.
3: Easily. <laughs> Amy Franklin just commented, Redfish, they did three inspections for us this summer. Love them. Hey, glad we were able to help you out. Thanks, Amy. Yes, Absolutely. Amy, thanks for the shout-out, that's for sure. Uh,
2: I can tell you that uh, hopefully we'll see see a lot more of that going on here.
3: More comments like that.
2: Yeah, yeah more comments.
3: Absolutely. Um, another thing that you want to look at and that we write up on a regular basis is um, any type of openings that you have in your walls and your soffits as well. You don't want any excessive moisture to get in. You don't want uh, pests to get in either. A um, couple areas where you get pest intrusion, that, so you know rats, mice, uh, squirrels, and they go all the way up into the attic. You've got two typical areas. The first one is where your AC lines go into the house so that your unit outside, which is called the condenser, um, you have those lines that, pr- you know, go through the uh, the wall. So just make sure that that's all sealed up. You can use, you know, um, urethane spray foam. You can use, you know, just something that's going to block it off. The other typical area, and that's, you um, very typ- typical when you have mature trees that are really close to the roof is that your soffit to roof connection. So where your shingles kind of the video on, so we'll be able to show properly. <laughs> so you've got your uh, your soffit right here and then the roof that connects and you'll have a gap right in there. And uh, the squirrels or any pests will be able to get into the attic space right there. So you can put, you know, like some mesh in there to prevent the pest intrusion. Uh, you can spray foam it in. No water really should get there because it's under the soffit. Um, But, yeah, we we call that out three, four times a day.
1: Yeah, it's always fun to see the the squished dead squirrel picture come across the phone. (laughs) Uh,
3: I I have that breezeway.
2: Uh And I know that's how rodents can get in the house. And I don't
3: really know how to block it, especially on the house side of it. So you have a detached uh, garage? Yes. Okay, so in the garage... You've got in the garage, you've got the breezeway that's connected in the garage. Right. And so right there, what you can do, what we see often is just board it up as best as you can and then spray foam kind of around any openings. Yeah. All right. I'll probably have to look at that because I looked at it once and it's about that big where they can mm-hmm. kind of yep. get in there. And I will
2: tell you, I put, you know, little poison thing in there. You know, they do the little yep. mice or rat poisons. <clears throat> may work, but I say don't do that because <laughs> when they go to die, they go die in your house. They do.
1: That's exactly what happened at my in-law's house. And you get house. that
2: smell for a while and mm, you gotta deal with that gross. unless you wanna try to find things. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh terrible yeah yeah it it was terrible we had that happen when my wife's like what smells and she's like taking tape and blocking all the drains trying to isolate where the smell's coming from and i go that's dead rodent that's Mm -hmm. what that is i go we can open up the walls and try to find it or we can just let it pass (laughs) and it took her some convincing but she let it pass so my you know my wife puts up with a lot of crap that
3: i do so anyway she's
4: adding to that list now
3: yeah (laughs) Um, let's go back to the furnaces, the AC system. Make sure that you change your air filters on a regular basis. So if you have the wall filters or the ceiling filters, typically the, those need to be replaced um, every month or so, depending on the quality of filter that you have. If you have what we call the media filter, which is up in the attic, usually right in front of the furnace, um, then those typically are replaced every six months. So. Yeah,
1: I didn't know that existed until this year. And we've been in our house for nine years.
3: What, so. you haven't replaced any? No.
1: I, I, well, I my regular filters, but the one that's at the furnace, I haven't.
3: Do you have one at the furnace?
1: Yes. There is a filter spot oh, there. Well, yeah,
3: because not every – like, I don't have one of those. Yeah. So. Yeah, not every, not every unit will have it. Um, if you do have both... <laughs> what I like was that look of shock in your face, like you just found out you had filters. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm thinking you're working for an inspection company.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> we give out this amazing book that tells you things like this. <laughs> yeah,
3: That's funny. That look was priceless. I, I, I so know a little bit of building science again, and, and uh, or HVAC science. When you have two filters. So if you have the media filter in the attic and then you have your wall filter or ceiling filter, you really don't want to have both of them at the same time because mm-hmm. that could restrict too much air going through the filters and, and through the blower essentially and makes the blower work harder. If you do have pets and you do want to have that double filter, make sure that the wall or the ceiling filter is a very cheap one that right, will the, the, just the, catch the, the Very hairs. thin stuff, yep. yeah.
2: I've seen that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Good to know. Now you know.
1: I'm enlightened. So when you took
2: that filter out for the first time. I haven't taken the, it out yet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Nick? I was going to say, what is Nick doing? The first thing I do if I learn a new job, I'm doing it at my house. <laughs> that, I don't know. That's how I, that's how I figure it. Okay.
3: All right. So uh, one more, because tis the season. Make sure that uh, before you operate your fireplace for the first time, um, you know, look up in the flue. Make sure you don't have any nests. Now, when you open up that flue for the first time, just be very careful because I've had wasps' nests just fall on my hands multiple times. And fortunately, it typically happens in the winter because they're trying to find a warmer place to stay. Um, So they're kind of, you know. Dormant-ish. Ish. ish. So I have not got stung yet. Um, But I, I light that fireplace up as fast as I can when they do fall. And keep that flue open. Gosh darn it!
2: I can't. <laughs>
3: if, if you have a, a, uh, a gas fireplace, then yes, yeah. your damper should never be able to shut completely. You should you should have like a clamp on the damper that prevents right. it from fully shutting. Yeah, some that's kind a, of lock, yeah. Exactly. You don't. You want to be able to let the gas out. Should you have a gas leak? Hmm.
2: And that happens more common than because you think about it. It's most people keep their damper closed um sometimes there's a there's a little stop gap in there that won't let it close all the way like you said but even then they forget to open it when they turn it off for the first time and what happens you get that dust burn off Mm -hmm. going on you do get the carbon monoxide thing going on inside the house um and you can actually see kind of the black soot stuff even through gas uh, coming up around the outside so that's how you know your flue is generally not open or functional
3: Speaking of carbon monoxide, uh, so you want to replace the batteries and even the smoke detectors. So you want to really do that on a yearly basis. You don't want to wait until it starts beeping at 2 o'clock in the morning because that's always when it happens. (laughs) And in newer houses where you have one in every bedroom, one on each floor, and one in front of every bedroom, then that's a lot of smoke detectors and lots of beeping that goes off throughout the year. So, you know, just replace them on a yearly basis. Um, and if you want to install mon- uh, carbon monoxide detectors, just make sure you read the manual and where you're supposed to place them. Typically, it's within five feet of the floor. Okay. Of the floor? Yeah, right the floor. Ah. that makes sense, it's a heavier gas. It's a heavier gas. Yep, Good to know. <laughs> Cheyenne's going, uh, look, oh, I, re- I completely
1: <laughs> removed ours because we get like a termite swarm every year and they're all connected. So the termites will get in them and it sets them off. So we don't have any up right now. And they've been down Nick, since April. I don't know
2: what's going on. I think <laughs> someone needs to have a talk with Nick. Um, but He's I know. actually out inspecting he's, right he's now. Doing he's on doing all my a-
1: honeydew list, too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. All right, uh, guys, we are going to run into our final break. And if you haven't gotten your question in, um, now would be a great time. Remember, buying a property is a big financial to do in your life. So don't go into it without knowing what you're buying. Um, so I recommend Redfish Inspections. All right, Will and uh, Cheyenne are are here to lay down some truth, so get your questions in here and we'll be back in a couple of minutes.
0: When you're looking for a new home, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the housing market better than the back of his hand? John Wilkinson can help answer questions related to obtaining a mortgage lender up to finding and securing the best home for you. John will take your best interest as his own and provide valuable property and neighborhood information that is important to your family. Call John at 281-974-0739 or email him at john at com to start looking for your new home. How's this weekend for you? Simply contact John Wilkinson with Better Homes and Gardens, the real estate agent invested in you.
5: What do you get
4: when you get associated? They're super convenient and super friendly.
1: I love being a member and an owner of a credit union that cares. And you can join. So get associated.
0: Associated Credit Union of Texas. When you're looking for a new home, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the housing market better than the back of his hand? John Wilkinson can help answer questions related to obtaining a mortgage lender up to finding and securing the best home for you. John will take your best interest as his own and provide valuable property and neighborhood information that is important to your family. Call John at 281-974-0739 or email him at john at JWGetsItSoul.com to start looking for your new home. How's this weekend for you? simply contact John Wilkinson with Better Homes and Gardens. Gary Green, the real estate agent invested in you.
5: Your smile is one of the first things people notice about you. Are you happy with your smile or do you try to hide it? Thanks to Dr. Derek Teakin and his amazing staff. I love my smile. Don't put off fixing what you deserve. Beautiful teeth for a new beautiful smile. Come and see what options are available for you. Free consultations from Dr. Tekin at Tekin Smiles. Call 281-334-4944 or look them up at tekensmiles.com.
0: Bringing real talk with real professionals directly to you each week. It's Bringing it, it Home with John Wilkinson on Vinyl Draft Radio. Now, live from the Associated Credit Union of Texas studio in Houston, here's your host, John Wilkinson, the real
2: estate agent
0: invested in you.
5: Welcome
2: I am on, and we are still live at the Associated Credit Union Texas studio in Houston, Texas. This is the Bringing It Home radio show, and I have been joined, and they're still here and still sporting the cool hoodie, which I should have put on at some point during this, but I would really be glistening. We have Will and Cheyenne from Redfish Inspections, and we're in our last uh, segment of the show, and so we want to get a couple things in. We did talk about some... um, home preparedness, seasonal preparedness, but Cheyenne had a question about pipes. I
1: did because I was the responsible adult several years back and I wrapped my pipes and, and they're on there and sometimes we throw a towel and some duct tape on it as well, but is it a big deal if you just leave that on all summer too? Or can no. you just keep it on all year?
3: Yeah, you can keep
2: it on all year.
1: Okay, will cause an issue. I just moisture. Le- le- me, let me let me like get that. this
2: right. You wrapped your pipes, but it's more like a towel and duct tape, uh, no, and you I leave got, that on all year. Is I got that what you're like saying? the
1: foam stuff that you wrap around it, the little casing. Okay, and then we put towels, and then we put duct tape.
2: Little
3: little. So yeah, she does have towels and duct tape. <laughs> yeah. So there was, it was overzealous are right. in. So then. We, we can tell
2: Cheyenne's house when we're driving into the, <laughs> the neighborhood, and we've got these towels of different age and. Condition yes. uh, Duct tape to the pipes?
1: Yes. Looking That's sharp.
2: Look, looking sharp. Hey. We see that all the time, too. <laughs> I'm not knocking it because uh, you're, you're one ahead of me. I still have yet to, you know, if, if if pipe has come uncovered at my house, I have yet to do that. So you're still ahead of me on that. So kudos yeah. to you. Yes.
3: So my main water line actually froze in my first house, Ooh. I don't know, six, six seven years ago. We woke up and no water in the house. And uh, that was, <clears throat> yeah, it was actually after... That's like s- nine years ago. So,
1: so not when Jude was born no. at six, since he's going to be six. <laughs> exactly. No, no, it was, it was after Ike. Okay.
3: So, yeah, nine years ago. Um, anywho, it, it's when it snowed. Um, but So what I had to do was create a tent. So I brought chairs out, and I put a towel, and I put a uh, space heater in there. Ah. And it finally, you know. Opened back up. Yeah, thawed it up. So. so it didn't actually crack it. It just froze. Correct. Oh, yeah, good. It was pretty minor. So. Well, I was I was worried last week
2: at the day of closing. I was it was a, right after the snow and the walkthrough was coming through, and I was like, you know what? Chances are the house was vacant. I would go. Chances are there's going to be a water pipe broken. This is what happened no, last year, don't jinx but that. it didn't happen. So we were we were fortunate. So anyway, we had promised the people mold. Let's talk about mold. <laughs> give us give us a little bit about uh, the you 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 have now been certified. So give us an update. What's
3: going on? So as far as the um, Mold is going to be a – I mean, it's always been a problematic issue that we're in a part of the country where there is a lot of mold. Um, But because of the hurricane, because of all the floods, it's something that we're probably going to see for the next five, six years, and that's even if we don't have any more flooding going on. And so what I would highly recommend, especially on older houses where you know the subdivision flooded – Um, you know, get a mold inspection or a mold sampling at the same time as your home inspection. Um, You just wanna know, you wanna make sure if you've got, you know, if you're clear or not. If you wanna put your house on the market, man, I highly recommend getting that done because then you can add that to your uh, disclosure saying, hey, we don't have any mold uh, or we did, but it got fixed and here's the proof of it. We've got the lab report, sorry, lab (laughs) results. So
2: we've got a lot of sound bites that we need to capture on this. I'm going to have to go back. So let me ask this about mold. There's, I think <clears throat> I know mold's not great for you, but we eat cheese, and that's basically a process uh, through mold. And I, I guess my question, is there a lot more being made out of mold than really is necessary? Uh, in your, I mean, mold, it, if there's a huge, a lot of it in your house,
3: there's a problem. If there's a small amount? So we live in mold. Right I mean indoor, outdoor, what you want to do is you just so the sampling that we do, we take a, an air sample outside and then we take a couple on the inside. And the reason why we do that is because we the lab wants to compare the count and the types of mold outside versus inside. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the EPA actually doesn't regulate mold. And so there's no thre- real threshold. There's no... Um,
1: kind of baseline. Is exactly. it exactly. more like
3: a recommendation kind of thing? Really, that's it. Hmm. Um, the interesting fact also is that apparently um, uh, you can't... So there's... You have sensitivities to mold. So one person can live you know, in a house full of mold and be just fine with it versus another person will be a lot more sensitive to right. it. Um, so there, there's... You want to know what types of mold you have in your house, and and see if you, it needs to be treated. In my opinion, all mold needs to be treated. It doesn't matter what. You just don't want to have that because you don't know what kind of sensitivities your kids could have or you can have. So, um, to answer your question, it's a yes and no type of answer. Great, I like um, those. But, um, but
1: but better but to it's be proactive to about it, yeah. it. But it's too. good to know
3: if you have and, and that. So a lot of people are scared of mold. And so if you are a seller and you have that lab result that says we're mold free or the count or this is the type of mold that we have, which is in every single house and it's not a a huge issue, Mm -hmm. then you've got that disclosure. And so, you know, that puts everybody at ease.
1: But I think a lot of it was based off of back during like Ike and Katrina, you know, black mold was the. It was the scary word, and everybody was moving out of their houses, and so there was a panic that kind of set in, and now it's looking at the different types of mold and seeing who's actually susceptible to it, the people that have compromised immune systems or babies or elderly, and so kind of looking at it right. in a a, a more um, – Formulated fashion, I guess. So,
2: and you now offer that? Am I correct? That yes, we
3: yeah. offer mold samplings. Absolutely, and
2: that's and that that's kind of uh, something that you're not you don't see a lot of. It is a uh, I don't want to say it's a license. Is it a license? Oh, or? you're
3: absolutely licensed. Um, so, the state has actually relaxed the laws uh, for a full year. So, from September 7th of this year to next year, September 7th of next year, to where. Um, all you had to do was really take um, it's two or three classes, and then get a o insurance and then you can start taking mold samples. Um, and the reason why they did that is because so many houses got flooded, and the state was in need pretty much of mold inspectors. So the reason why we decided to do that is because we're already doing a very thorough home inspection. So now we can add on top, you know, taking the samples, getting them analyzed legally and then you're know, helping the clients out as much as possible versus the person who was a baker, and I don't have anything against bakers, <laughs> but deciding, hey, I'm going to go into the mold business. I have no idea what I'm doing. I took two or three online classes, but I still don't know really what I'm doing. So we're already on site. We're already inspecting. Um, we can identify, and we know the buildings really well to where um,
1: kind of know the areas of where mold might pop exactly. up at. Exactly, right.
3: and so you know, it's just a, it was a natural preg- uh, progression, progression for the company, um, and we get to help out even more people that way.
1: And then there's a difference between the inspection, which is what like a visual, like you look mm-hmm. and acknowledge that it's there, yep. and a sampling, which is what we do. So that's the and the sampling. Step. You
3: you
2: know where to take the samples from uh, in medicines more than just you know. Yeah.
3: Somewhere. and then And then, on top of that, we use you know technologies that we've talked about before with the infrared thermal imaging right. with the moisture meters um, so we're using all of that technology on top of it versus the person who just you know signed a waiver and said hey i'm going to become a mold inspector for a year, and you know that's it, just using his eyes a flashlight and his his pumps
2: so right now that's just a, a red flag for you It's very easy to become mold certified right now right now so
3: So, yeah so what i've done is i've had all of my inspectors take those classes so they're they're certified or they they've signed that waiver in order for them to do it but that gives us a year to actually take the classes because it takes a while to become a a licensed mold inspector um but so we're able to help out as many people while still you know doing it legally and continuing it and um, gotcha and everybody will be licensed
2: and that's perfect and it totally makes sense it's just among many of the things you offer as well Mm -hmm. Um, it ranks right up there all right guys we are winding down on one hour of pure bliss with the redfish dynamic duo of will and cheyenne and of course there's more to your team than just you two you guys just happen to be the face most of the time even though i see joan come by every once in a (laughs) while well Partial top of, of her, her head. face, yeah, the top My of awesome her head. Awesome
3: office manager.
2: There, yeah. there she is, and uh, so if she's listening, I say hi, Joan, and thanks for everything you do. I want to thank Will and Cheyenne for joining me this morning and sharing a little seasonal preparedness um, and some inspection info, and and more about mold sampling. If you're about to put an offer on a property and shopping for an inspection company. Again, I mentioned you can always take the word and advice of your agent, and uh, they're probably not steering you wrong, but you should shop around. And I think you'll find Redfish Inspections is not only competitive, but they kind of go one step beyond in my my view. So how do we reach Redfish Inspections? Well, you can go to www.redfishinspections.com or call
3: 713-568-8184.
2: All right, folks, don't forget, this
3: show and all
2: of our others are available on www.vinaldraftradio.com and the Bringing It Home Radio Show Facebook page. Were you going to say something? No. Okay. I'm (laughs)
1: smiling and agreeing.
2: And while you're there, give us a like and take a look around. And uh, next week, 9 a.m., Thursday, we will have the Lori Coppock. I've just never... That's her title from now on mm-hmm. the, but she is now the clear lake branch manager for prime lending so folks it, stay tuned we have the dorsey show coming on next little interesting for us and other than that we'll see you next week thanks for listening
4: you
0: Thank you for listening to Bringing it, it Home with John Wilkinson on Vinyl Draft Radio. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Bringing It Home Radio and also Vinyl Draft Radio, and join us live each Wednesday at 9 a.m. for an informative and entertaining discussion about buying, selling, and maintaining real estate.
4: Hi, this is Kat Clemens with Hope Village, and you're listening to Vinyl Draft Radio.